So hello and welcome to another episode of Flying High with Flutter. I am your host, Alan Wyma, and today we have a very special guest. He is Man Gerdas, and he created a really cool yeah. uh, project. There you are. I just called you creative for yeah. right now. <laughs> hello, hello, everyone. Yeah, um, we haven't had you on the show in a long time, so maybe you can help to reintroduce yourself, who you are, and maybe talk about last time you're on and what you're on right now, or why you're on right now. Yeah, sure. Um, actually, I did my homework and I checked that the last time I was on the show, it was episode number 11. So I think it's 126 or something. So yeah, I think two years has passed since then or something so like that. So a long time ago, really so early in, in, in the history? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was episode number 11. So, so uh, to, you know, to, to remind everyone uh, who I am, uh, I'm Anker Dostoevskas. I'm a software engineer from Lithuania. I am a Google developer expert for Flutter and Dart technologies. Currently, I'm working at Billo, at a local, local startup where I'm responsible for the Flutter app and, and, you know, and everything around that. And yeah, I'm also creating some content. Uh, attending some conferences for 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 talks, doing some mentoring and and whatever is related that helps to boost the the quality and the confidence in the Flutter community around me. Well, it's good to have you back on. I mean, it's been a while. I think you've been quite busy, you know. I mean, it's it's it's, it's relative. I mean, everyone is busy these, these days, you know, and these times. Um, from the last time we talked, I think I changed the company that I'm working in. So previously I was working at the, um, at the consultancy, consultancy yeah? and now I'm in a startup. So, you know, a very different environment from, from, from the point of, of work, you know, what you're doing, what you're responsible for and, and whatnot. So I think that was the main change for me. Uh, other than that, maybe I'm a bit more active in the community, uh, in the public community, I would say, because the last time we talked, I guess it was uh, the COVID times uh, and, and everything, you know, all the problems around that. And now we have some more flexibility to travel, to attend conferences, to talk, just to meet the community members. So, so I think that's that's the main difference. Well, I mean, it's not much of a problem for you. I mean, because, you know, you, you've been, um, I don't know how do you even say this. But I mean, you've been you've been getting on pretty well. Uh, you're you're pretty busy with kind of uh, creating your projects. I mean, you just created a new one, right? So, can you tell us some more about this one? Yeah. Uh, so there's a long story and short. I, I think I'll start from the short one, and then if you're interested, we could go uh, the long way of how this this project popped up. But after the last conference, which was the FlutterCon in Berlin, I made a presentation there as well, uh, and for that talk, uh, I yeah, I prepared a, a package uh, on Flutter to, to you know to create this presentation, and I thought that it made sense to just uh, polish some stuff and just publish it uh, to the to the pub .dev and make it available for everyone. So so that's Flutter Deck, uh, the uh, lightweight and customizable framework to build presentations on Flutter. And, and yeah, and the target is to keep it <laughs> this way, the lightweight, customizable, and easy to use for everyone who, who are interested, you know, in creating their slide deck um, in Flutter. 
Let, let's kind of come back to, I mean, before you, you came on the show, you talked about, you know, how to become a GDE. What was your process? I think you just got into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had an anniversary yeah. recently, no? For being a GDE, I think. Yeah, two years, two years. Uh, the last time uh, we talked, actually, it was, you know, the beginning of my GDE journey. And uh, I think that was the main reason why, why I was on the show, just to to talk about, you know, what is GDE, because that was quite a new concept in the Flutter community, uh, I would say. Not that many GDEs were there. Uh, now it's, of course, that we have, we have a bigger family now, and uh, you could find more of these enthusiasts, but... But at that moment, yeah, I just started the GD journey. Uh, and yeah, I think the status remain. I mean, I'm, I'm still a GD, uh, but, uh, but everything else, you know, has changed. I think I am, as I mentioned, uh, I'm more active in the community, uh, at least keeping those personal connections and expanding the community because I established uh, Flutter Wilderness, the local meetup group in Lithuania and, uh, so far. And still, I think the, the first one there. Uh, so, so yeah, trying to build a community and that's the main difference. And I think the main impact that I did as a GG. You wrote some mm-hmm. very interesting app. Um, I don't know. How, how do I even say this? The, uh, the app is, um, it's called flutter deck, right? And it seems to be that with yep. flutter, you can build your own, your, well, I guess it's built upon Flutter where you can build your own um, deck, right? I guess it's kind of a, mm-hmm. it's supposed to help people who are Flutter developers, maybe not PowerPoint developers, where they can create a very nice yeah. looking presentation. Um, I mean, where, where'd you get the idea to actually start working on something like this? And that's a good one because if uh, anyone uh, checks my GitHub, there is a repository created two years ago, which was actually the first iteration on this idea. Uh, so when I was wor- working at the consultancy in, in, in Debridge two years back, uh, I was the first one who owned a Flutter project in that company. That was basically a, a case study. I would say we had a client, you know, we made it an app and, and it was the first one over there. And uh, at that time, uh, I was asked because in that company, you know, shared knowledge and, and all of that was, uh, was, uh, more than welcome, I would say. So I was asked to create a presentation about Flutter. And of course, not that many people there, you know, knew, uh, what Flutter is at that moment. And also, uh, mainly they, they were focusing on backend technologies, of course, frontend technologies, but not on mobile. So, uh, I just thought that, uh, okay, uh, I, I need to make a presentation about Flutter, you know, and how to present Flutter for someone who is not, who has, who hasn't really used any cross-platform framework before then, you know, building an actual app in Flutter, which is the presentation itself. It, these are the slides or when you are showing slides, you know, inside the slides, you could make any interactive stuff. You can embed another app inside those slides. You can, you know, run the animations or any fun stuff and Maybe there will be time I could show you the demo of what, what I mean there. And, and yeah, and that was the first iteration. I just created the project. Uh, uh, I created a very simple, like very simple app with 20 slides, I guess, the, you know, and when you're creating such app or such presentation in Flutter, uh, obviously you'd start noticing some patterns and by patterns, I mean, you're noticing that you are 
kind of using the same templates or, you know, the layout that you want to provide your information inside the slide, you're noticing that you are covering some of the stuff that is, I think, a fundamental part of any presentation tool that you're using, whether it has, you know, Keynote, PowerPoint, slides.com or whatever, you notice that you need, you know, you need to control your slides with your keyboard or mouse. You need, you notice that you need some kind of transitions. You notice, you know, to keep the, to keep track of whatever slide is active at the moment or how to switch between the, those and, and other stuff that it's kind of straightforward if you have experience with creating any presentation in any tool, right? And by noticing these patterns at that moment, I said, okay, so this is the final uh, presentation about Flutter. So it was the introduction, you know, it was basically what Flutter is, what companies are using Flutter and other slides. And after this project, I announced that, okay, look, uh, I created th this kind of uh, project and I hope that this presentation specifically would be reused by other speakers. So what I meant is that, okay, I have built this app. So if you want to present Flutter to anyone else in, in your environment, just take this project, maybe, not maybe, definitely, if you need that, add your own slides there and just run the same, you know, tool, the same project to, to, to showcase Flutter. Um, obviously that didn't happen. Uh, like no one has contributed to that project. I don't know the reason behind it, but I didn't really push it as well from, from my end, but that was basically the first iteration of the project. You know, I kind of, I, I kind of created the framework for creating presentations, but I didn't really publish them publicly, like to public dev or, you know, to any other package. So, so that was the, the first iteration there. Um, then, uh, this year on, on May, uh, I was uh, participating in PL Droid conference. So this is a conference, uh, ironically, uh, that is meant for native Android developers. Also, uh, in parallel, there was another conference, you know, in the same building for PL Swift. So basically these are native conferences for Android and iOS. And of course, all the talks and all the presentations were there, you know, based on, on, on Kotlin, on Android, on, on KMM and, and, and whatnot. And I was also invited to this conference because uh, the organizer said, okay, we have a native uh, conference, but we have also an interest, you know, to show the attendees what uh, are other alternatives that you're using that are, you know, close to uh, whatever you are building. So. And I remember that I had uh, created a presentation in Flutter and I thought that, okay, maybe that it, it's time, you know, to uh, revisit this project and try to use it again. But I just checked the code base and I was very not happy about it. Uh, and I'm very polite, you know, saying this. Uh, yeah, the, the code was, that didn't really uh, fit my needs uh, at that moment. So it, it was like, three, five, four months ago. And I decided that, okay, maybe let's go with the second iteration. Uh, I have more knowledge now in Flutter and, you know, in, in public speaking in general, and maybe we could discuss this, you know, of, of, of why this framework is needed at all. And, and yeah, and based on that, this knowledge, I just created a framework, but uh, I was very de deliberate about it that I want to create it as a separate package, as a framework, as a, as a, you know, a separate project from, from the slides I'm creating. So 
inside my code base, when you're creating Flutter project, you could uh, create uh, your internal packages. You, 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 you do not need to push them, you know, to publish them or you do not need to publish them, but you can just separate this to a separate package. And I did that. I created this, I extracted all of the framework at that moment. I call this framework because it wasn't really published or anything. So I split all the code that is needed to build the presentation to this uh, separate package. And then I created my slides based on that, you know, when I needed to something in my specific in my slides, I get to the framework package, I add a new feature there, I change something there, get back to my slides, continue building them and, and going, you know, back and forth. Uh, at the end, I built, I built a, a framework. And the third iteration was, as I mentioned, uh, in the last conference, FlutterCon, I used the same separate package for, for this talk as well. And while talking, not while talking, sorry, while creating that presentation, while, while creating the content for this talk, I realized that uh, this framework hasn't really changed that much since the last, uh, since the last time, the, 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 you know, the, the talk in May. And I realized, okay, maybe this is already stable enough to publish this uh, as a, as a, you know, 0.1 version or something like that, but at least, you know, to publish this publicly for, for, uh, for anyone to use it. And, and yeah, and after two or three weeks, I added some features, I polished some stuff, you know, wrote some documentation, all, all of that stuff that, that is needed for, for when you are publishing a package and, and here we are, uh, the Flutter deck is there and popped up there and you can use it if, if you want it. So that's, you know, the, the long story uh, from, from the first iteration to the third one at the moment. Yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting. Like, and I was looking at, at the code examples that you have. I mean, there's quite some big changes, right? So, for instance, instead of Material App, you have to use Flutter Deck App, right? Now, is that yeah. doing, like, is, is that just building upon, because I did see that you're, relying upon auto text, auto size text, which I guess would probably make sure the text scales properly. Flutter, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, Flutter Highlight and Go Router. So Go Router obviously is for the routing. Uh, what is Flutter Highlight yeah. exactly? Uh, Flutter Highlighter is for, for uh, actually, that's the first contribution from for, to the project, you know, other from other person than me. And uh, it, it's a feature you, you could you could have a, a highlighter widget inside the slide deck. So if you want to provide a, a code example inside your slide, you just copy paste the code itself, and it would be highlighted, you know, as VS Code style or any other editor style. But it would be just presented in a nice way inside the slide. So yeah, package is used for that. And actually, what you mentioned about Flutter Deck app, so and Go Router itself, I, I think that's. Uh, that's the main difference, at least at the moment, uh, from other tools that uh, are trying to do the same thing, uh, is that uh, that was a very uh, uh, intentional decision of my, of my of mine, you know, to to use Go Router and to go declarative way. Because if you check like the first iteration I mentioned on my uh, on my GitHub, for, like the, the first time I tried to to create anything like that, if you check other frameworks um, at the moment. Uh, it is uh, going the imperative way. So basically how the whole slide deck is, is built. You have a single page view uh, component or you have like index tag. Basically you have a single component where you put all the slides inside it and then you have some kind of controller, you know, that, that is able to switch between slides. But 
but it's an uh, imperative available, let's say you do not have any deep links to, to the slides out of the box and uh, anything like that. And I think I, I looked at the framework when I built it from a more holistic way in a bit. Uh, I, I looked at this not as a slide deck, you know, because if you think about slide deck, you are, in, at least in my mind, I, first, the first idea that, that pops there is that I have a stack of, of slides, you know, the stack, and I just go through the, from, from the top layer to the bottom one, and I just go, go through the slides and present them. But if you think about it, the slides or the presentation, you know, that consists of, of, of separate slides is, it's, it's no different from any other Flutter web app or any other Flutter app in general. It's just a app that has a dedicated pages, but instead of pages, it's just slides, right? So, so it just made sense, you know, for me to create it this way that, you know, each, each specific page is a, is a separate slide that has a, uh, a separate and individual route, unique route that, you know, that you get uh, right there to the slide you need one. And also you can use all of the benefits that it brings from the declarative routing. Like if you put the URL of the slide with some parameters and we could talk about features later on, you could get into a specific part of the slide and, and, and anything like that. So, so that was intentional decision. And basically why do you need the Flutter deck app at the root? Uh, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, do any crazy magic over there. Like, instead of material app, it's, it still uses material app under the hood, but you just create a Flutter deck app since it has some parameters that you should define. Like if you uh, want to specify the configuration for the whole slide deck, if you want to uh, define the theming for, for your slide deck, if you want to, not if you want, you definitely want to put some slides inside this deck. So it accepts the, a list of slides where you put those. And under the hood, uh, what, what the Flutter deck app does is basically creates a go router. It takes all of those slides from the list and puts those as a separate pages. And it creates the go router configuration out of that. And then it is rendered as a material app that runs on, you know, that runs on, on go router. And then you have material app running with, with all the declarative navigation stuff and all the benefits, benefits that it brings. Did you want to like kind of walk through it then? Because you're already talking so much about it, maybe it makes it easier. You need to queue up the uh, the page, right? Uh, yeah, sure. So, yeah, this is uh, the 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 main readme that, that you see. Um, some this image was generated from the keynote. I just exported this. Uh, okay, so the main features we can go, you know, from 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 top of the list. Uh, so, as I mentioned, there's no you know uh, dark magic or anything. It this framework just builds a simple material app that, that you could deploy anywhere. All the Flutter commands, the same that you're building any other apps work for you. You just use this framework as a, as a, as a base for, for, for your project, for your slide deck. And you, then you can build this and ship it, deploy the slides anywhere you want. So that was the main reason that that was a very intentional decision to keep it lightweight and to work it this way. I do not, do not want to bring any, uh, like overhead to this, it, it just should run uh, normally as a, as any other Flutter app. Uh, Navigator 2.0 support, so that that was I already mentioned uh, under the hood. The Go router is used, so you know slides uh, slides are uh, are generated as as individual pages, and and yeah, you have an app you know that consists of different pages, but these are linked uh, by using the Flutter Deck app. 
Uh, also, uh, steps is actually a very interesting concept. So I think there are um, in slides.com, if you're using this tool specifically, I think this concept is called fragments, but you could imagine steps are a concept when you want to uh, stay in a single slide, in the same slide, but when you either want to reveal items one by one, so you have a single slide with you know, multiple steps inside the slide, maybe you want to you know, hide some items, maybe you want to go show an image per image and, and also, but uh, I think the simplest example you could imagine is the bullet list. Like if you want to reveal items one by one and stay in the same slide, but you know, reveal items, these are steps. And uh, what's, what's fun and what's uh, really cool. I, I think about this is that these steps are implemented as a part of uh, query parameter parameters inside the URL. So if you're, since you're using GoRouter and Navigator 2.0, so if you put the URL in, in, you know, the URL of a slide and you uh, specify the specific step of that slide. So when you open this web page, it will open the specific slide and also the specific step that you are in. So I think that, that that's really cool. And especially if you have any, you know, discussion on Twitter or any other platform and if, it's not Twitter, it's X, right? So if you're having a discussion, you want to like showcase, okay, I talked about this in my slide in this specific step, so you can just copy paste the link and the, the user just clicks on that deep link and it, it would get at that specific point. So I call this concept steps and, uh, and later on I, I could check how, how these work in action. Also, there's a, I think as a global configuration, I think this thing come, uh, came very naturally. If you're using, you know, if you have a background of creating presentations in Keynote or present or PowerPoint. So basically, there are global configurations, like whether you want to show slide numbers in each slide or not, whether you want to show footer and what kind of information you want to, uh, to show in the footer, whether you want to show the header. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, how you define controls because in Flutter Deck, it's possible to define your custom key binding. So like if you want to use other key than the right, left arrow, you know, to navigate uh, back and forth uh, uh, inside the, the slide deck, you can define your own key binding. So you could, you know, configure globally your, your, your controls. Uh, I don't know what, what's, uh, what's other than that in the list. Uh, yeah, whether you want to show the progress bar, you could also specify this. Also, what kind of transitions? Because if you specify the transitions, usually, usually you you specify those for the whole deck, right? You want to all of the slides to have a uh, have a the same transition every single time. So you could uh, specify this globally. And also, what's also cool and uh, and also what I try to do very intentionally is that. You define the global configuration once, but each specific slide that you create also could have its own configuration. And if you want to override any value, like I, I want all the slides to have uh, slide numbers, for example, but for this specific slide, please just, you know, do not show the slide number there and maybe use a different transition. So you can override those in, in each specific slide and and you know, uh, this is just a base that will be used for the slide deck. You could use those defaults, but if you want to override them, you can definitely do that. Uh, so this is the configuration part. Uh, predictable API. So that that's also, I think, if you are in the Flutter ecosystem or Dart ecosystem, you we are probably using some packages that you know are very similar to each other, like. Uh, especially when Dart introduces the extension methods, and if there's, for for instance. 
like if you have ever used provider uh, package and you are just type in context.read or context.watch and you uh, access the provider uh, features this way. So uh, I also wanted to make this API predictable. So for instance, if you are in any, in, in any widget that is inside of, of your, sl of your uh, slide deck, uh, you could just type context.flutter deck and then you could get a lot of contrast out of that. Uh, I think these are mentioned uh, somewhere, uh, somewhere there. At least I remember I, I wrote about them. So when you're typing, I can make this a little bit bigger, maybe that that would help. Uh, so yeah, so if you want to access the Flutter deck, you could just type context.flutterdeck and you access the Flutter deck and then you could access a lot of different things from there. So you could access the configuration that you defined for the slides and also you could access the global configuration I just mentioned. You can access the speaker info, which is also defined globally. And if you want to access your own photos, I don't know, socials, or name, you can do that. And also from the Flutter deck, you could access controls if you... If you want to, I don't know, have a button for some reason inside the slides and, you know, click it and move it to the next slide, or you want to do anything fancy, so you can access those controls, then this will control your, your slide deck and you could navigate it this way. So this is about navigation inside the, the, the slide deck and also inside the steps that I mentioned about the steps API. And yeah, also uh, what I mentioned, there are some out of the box components that you could use. Um, to be honest, uh, for the first, uh, you know, for the initial release of this package, I didn't really focus that much on on creating as much templates as I can, as much helpful widgets as I can. Like, you know, if you open Keynote you, on the right uh, side, usually you could see like, okay, first first of all, choose the template that you want to use, but maybe you only need the header at the top. Maybe you need two columns, one column. You want to provide image and text. You want to provide only image, you know, all those templates. Of course, if you think about it in Flutter, these are implemented very, very easily, but that was just not my initial focus. I mean, I implemented some basic templates that I needed for my previous talks that I gave, like uh, two talks that I gave already using this framework. And actually those, these talks could be found at the bottom of, of this documentation and you could access them and check, you know, how, how these looks like and these are deployed. Uh, but basically, you know, I just uh, created very, uh, very simple templates. Uh, so title slide, like the initial slide where you provide info about you and about, you know, basically the first uh, slide that you use in, in your presentation. Also blank slide. So it just, had, it just has a header and footer and the contents, the whole middle part of this is, is, you know, free real estate. You can put whatever you want there. Uh, then I implemented the image. So basically when you want to have a slide that only contains an image in the center of the slide. So there's a template for that. Also, there's a split template. So that, that's a very also common pattern that I use in my talks. Like you want to have some kind of bullet points on the left and on the right, you want to provide some, some extra content. Like you want to provide, uh, images or, you know, anything, anything other than that. And also, if these templates does not suit you, there's a chance uh, and there's an option for you, not a chance, I suppose, uh, to create a custom template. So basically all the elements to create a slide are exposed. Like you could override your specific background, content part, footer, header, and base, and, and yeah, and what you see on the screen, like for the custom templates, all of those parts could be implemented. And if even this layout does not work for you, there's a custom slide, which basically means 
look, everything is a widget in Flutter. If you do not want to use whatever templates are provided, just implement the whole slide yourself. So you could just use whatever widgets you want to, and this will be rendered as any other page in any Flutter app. So the fl flexibility is, is on your side. Um, so yeah, so these are the templates and widgets. As I mentioned, from the widgets point of view, uh, there's a bullet list component at the moment and is the code highlighting component that could be used. And obviously, I think everyone would hate me if I wouldn't implement this. It's light and dark theme and how it works. We can jump to the presentation. So I don't know, Alan, can I show the demo uh, if that's okay? Uh, yeah, Maybe please. Have any I mean, I, this is your episode, right? You want to? I think it's a good opportunity uh, to get this out there. Just explain you. more in case thank people you. are only listening. But uh, so you have your presentation. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is from the 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 event in Berlin, by the way. Yes. This so this is from FlutterCon, and I have another one which was the first iteration. It was from the from the Poland from PL Droids that I showed you, and actually. Okay, maybe I'll show you this presentation because it, it has some cooler features, some cooler slides that shows the benefits of why you should use the Flutter deck and why you should, you should even use Flutter for your presentations. So as I mentioned, uh, when you use Flutter deck in, as the root of your project, you get some benefits. So first of all, you know, the whole navigation tree is built for you, but also you have some controls like I'm using right and left arrows, you know, to navigate between slides. But also I can access the... Uh, navigation drawer basically it shows all the slides that are available in your slide deck and you could like jump straight to any of the slides if you want to right and also there's a, That's a really cool uh, dark feature. mode and light yeah it, it's really useful and uh, it's like you know it's switching between light and dark theme and this is this is created not because it's cool but it is it is very useful because I think the main background and the main reason why I think I am able to create such framework is, is because I am a speaker myself. I, I have already some, some, you know, some knowledge and some experience talking at various events in, in person and online. And I know that, you know, some things you definitely need at your fingertips when you are on the venue. Like, for instance, you are in the venue that that is not dark, like you're not in a cinema or, or anything like that, because in cinema environment, in cinema kind of venue, dark mode works all the time. Like you have dark background, you have, you know, white, or at least, you know, light uh, text there. And it's, it, it, it looks great. Uh, everyone could, could read that. Uh, accessibility is, is really, really spot on. But if you come to the venue, which is a little bit brighter, maybe there, there's like, uh, sun coming from the windows, uh, you know, that, 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 that just shows on your projector and on your screen, uh, the dark slides does not work that well. And sometimes you need to switch that theme, uh, at that moment. And what you do is now by using Flutter deck, you can choose it this way. If you build your presentation in keynote or, or PowerPoint, probably you need to create Two different presentations or at least you need to prepare for that right so i think that's that's really the benefit that you know these simple uh these simple features could bring to you so 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 yeah so that's why basically the main reason why dark and light you know switching between a dark and light mode is, is really useful when talking about presentations and and the talks itself uh so about navigation and why flutter deck is really great or why you should use flutter uh, uh overall for your presentations, especially when introducing to Flutter. So I can show you this slide. So for instance, what you see on this slide, uh, it's not, 
it's not a video like you want to show how how well the flutter performs you know like you could use the slider to make the sea more you know more angry and you could make it a little bit calmer and these things are just not possible if you have your presentations implemented in keynote or or, or powerpoint or any other tools or at le- unless you are able to you know embed the web views or, or anything like that uh, over there but basically if you want to show the you know all the capabilities that flutter has like it's meant for that like if you have any intensive graphics inside your slides if you want to showcase like imagine you are like imagine yeah you are, uh, i think i have a great slide for that like you are uh, presenting your or the prototype for your investors or you are presenting whatever you know for your designers or you are talking about design system actually inside the slide you are able to embed the whole app if you want to so this thing is also not a video it's like a very simple input that you could use is is you could see the eyes of this bear it tracks you know uh, the the cursor that i'm while i'm typing also you know if you go to insert your password it hides your eyes so all of those you know playful details i would say or very you know more uh, graphical intensive things these are just not 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 possible when you are building slides the the normal way the the way that we uh that that we are used to uh, so i think that's especially when you you have a flutter which is you know cross pattern framework that works on six different platforms at the moment seven if you include embedded and you want to showcase you know the main features or the main benefit that flutter brings on the table why not you know implement those slides in flutter and that was the main goal why i decided you know to create a framework i wanted for for the framework i want to keep it lightweight to cover all the all the nasty all the really boring stuff that you need to cover like building the slide deck itself like building the routing for it building all you know the the navigation driver for it you know implementing the light and dark games setting up the configuration i the main goal of this framework is just to provide you tools to create presentations and everything that that's left on your site is just creating the slides itself themselves right so you just define the slides and you just define the content that should be put there and that's it so so that's the main goal for me and you know for this whole framework um yeah as as you mentioned i'm talking a lot maybe you have any any specific questions we could you know focus on on something something else or something more no it, it's it's quite interesting um i'm i'm kind of curious about cuz the platforms you support if you scroll up a bit you support quite a few platforms right if you scroll up yeah uh, so basically you're supporting them. everything like, yeah yeah I, i'm curious yeah. i mean obviously i can understand windows web mac os linux obviously but ios android like i'm curious about what that actually would look like if you try to actually use it on your phone at the moment they will look terrible and that is the answer <laughs> well, you because support it. <laughs> you support it well i guess that was like the first time uh, like, this yeah. is pretty cool yeah so i think there are two ways that you go i mean checking the slides on the phone i, I think that shouldn't be really a strange use case i suppose like if you want to i know check the content on the go or maybe you are scrolling any social media and you found that you know the speaker has published uh, the the slides and you just want to check the content i think on mobile it's pretty straightforward you should open it and you just check the slides but i think the main challenge is there uh, and 
I'm still a little bit confused in which direction I should go is how to provide these slides on mobile devices. So the one way you should go is to keep the aspect ratio right. So meaning the slides would be a bit smaller on your device, but at least they keep the aspect ratio. And this way, uh, these slides won't be, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they, they will look relatively same as, as you look them all those on this web. But I think, and I think something nicer to have would be if I would be able to pull uh, those uh, those uh, predefined templates and make them responsive. So that's the reason why we have the auto size text as the dependency, because, you know, uh, if you make the slides responsive, then you wouldn't need to, you know, uh, to limit your users of what kind of device they're using and where they're, they're watching the slides and where they're checking the content. Um, so, so yeah, so I'm still a little bit confused. I don't know which way I will go. Uh, the simplest solution would be, you know, to keep the aspect ratio the same. And I think there's already one solution, uh, on PubDub Dev, uh, who also, which all already supports that. But to me, the more right way to go would be to be able to support the responsiveness of the slides. I don't know how the content should, you know, uh, restructure. I think that's, that's a little bit more of responsibility on the speaker side of the owner of the slides who, who, who is creating those. But, but yeah, I, I would, I would love to have those slides, you know, responsive and just work on any device. So, but you know, uh, technically you can run this framework on, on iOS or Android. Uh, there is no limitations to that, but how it looks like I'm, I'm not responsible for that at the moment. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like the idea of, you know, like giving a presentation about an app and then you can include the app on the side next to it and kind of talk about it or whatever. I mean, it, it's yeah. really nice and really flexible. The so, other thing, sorry, I'm you're, you're thinking, no. I think I, I had a demo. Yeah, I, I have a demo for that. You, uh, okay, look, uh, I thought you just did I'm, I'm prepared. Right. I'm prepared. Okay. Uh, not, not with the bear, but uh, with, with an actual app. So, for instance, uh, let me check the slide. It's Pantera's demo. So, what you see on the screen there, it's actually you have a Flutter deck running, but inside the slide, a single slide, there's another material app. So meaning this app has its own navigation inside of it. So you could, you know, it's an app working and you could navigate it. You could do some actions there. So you, I mean, this, you know, the frame is just uh, coming from a package, but actually this is another app embedded inside the slide. And it's, it has, as I mentioned, it has its own navigation. Uh, you, you could use it as just embedding and showcase, like, uh, as I told already, like if you're talking with your stakeholders or you're talking with your designers, for instance, you're creating a design system for your app, right? And you, you, you need to prepare slides of what components you have implemented. You do not need any other tools. You could prepare slides on Flutter deck and you could just, just import those components inside the, inside the slides. If you implemented buttons, if you implemented model dialog windows or, or whatnot, you can just showcase them inside the slide. So that's the beauty of that. Like everything, everything uses flutter, like everything is a widget. You could just use that. And, and yeah, I, I see a really huge opportunity there and a really valid use case for that. Well, I mean, the other thing that I see is, I guess you can almost have like, um, do you, you know widget book, right? 
yeah, yeah. You can, it's, you can kind of build something like a widget book with this to a certain extent, except for you don't yeah. necessarily natively have that ability to enter in parameters and change things like they have in theirs. But you can still mm -hmm. like, I don't know, maybe if you have a like a bootstrap like style guide, like, OK, if you want to make a button, it should look like this, blah, 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 blah. Explain everything really side by side interact. Low key. Yeah. yeah. If you check the code and if you check the like the structure of how the Flutter Deck app looks like, low key it was inspired by Widget Book because Widget Book also you know generates mm -hmm. the whole navigation tree. It, it, it also has the root Widget Book app uh, or I don't know the specific name for that widget, but it also you know has a root app that you could use and then you build a Widget Book out of there. Shout out to Lucas uh, to the co-founder um, and. And yeah, and uh, actually it was inspired and it, it just makes sense for, for these kind of tools like widget book it like you want to showcase your components. So building all of the groups, categories for, for your components and showing them there. It's when you think about it, it's the same about slides. You have the root component for the slide deck and what you need only is to put the slides inside the list and just render the, the deck itself out of them. So it's really that this very similar approach as you mentioned already have you actually used this i mean obviously you use it to build some presentations but have you actually used it to present presentations recently yeah like the FlutterCon uh is already out uh, the recording of this talk so you could check this on droidcon page so i i presented this this and i also used this framework uh okay not this framework but the the second iteration of that framework in, in, in Poland, uh, actually it was, you know, it wasn't already published, but actually the, the whole idea or the whole concept about go router, about building the presentation, it was already there just in the local package. So I have already used those. And these two presentations are there in the, in the documentation. You can check them out. But yeah, it, it was, that's, uh, I think I mentioned it somewhere maybe uh, when I announced this package on, on Twitter. Uh, I think I, I, I told that it is, Kind of battle tested already. Like I already gave two presentations using this framework, so it's working. You know, of course, it's lacking some features and 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 whatnot, but but it's already there. You you could also already use those. Okay, I mean that's that's pretty uh, powerful. I mean, you're already at version. Let's see, what is it? Version O three O, right? What's mm -hmm. next? For feature wise, I mean, are you planning to bring a 1.0 or is it just going to stay like this for some time or like what's kind of on your mind? Uh, yeah, that was a very intentional decision not to publish this as a 1.0, like from, from the ground up, because I expect there will be some breaking changes. Uh, I'm still a little bit, I don't want to say lost, but I am still not sure if I made the right decision of how I of how I uh, provide the slide templates. So for instance, if you check how you need to use any templates or any how you implement slides overall inside by, by using Flutter Deck, you are extending the specific widget. So meaning I implemented the templates and the slides uh, by using uh, not a composition, uh, but using inheritance. And when you're building Flutter apps, you usually, you're not extending custom classes, but you're extending the default, you know, widgets that are provided for you. So these are stateless, stateful, or inherited widgets. These are like default building blocks for you. And then whatever is needed, you uh, define in the build method. 
what I did is like I, I built, you know, uh, under the hood, these templates or these slides are extending stateless widgets. They implement the build method, but uh, it's very convenient because you have kind of very Flutter deck-ish API to use the slides. Like if you want to create a slide, I know that I need to extend at least the Flutter deck slide or any, you know, any specific component. So I know that I need to extend this class. And I, when I put this slide inside the, inside the list of my slides, I know that it will, it will be supported. That's great. But also, uh, you could see it's, it brings some, some challenges. Like it's, you cannot really, uh, you're not that flexible about passing parameters because this needs to be passed up until the root, uh, flutter deck slide widget that should, you know, build the, uh, the widget itself uh, out of that. Like also another limitation at this moment is that this configuration that you're overriding is must be constant because that's, that's how it's supported at the moment. And I expect it won't work this for a long time. Uh, when, when I, introduce something inside the configuration that cannot be constant. For instance, you want to overwrite the current theme of the slide and you want to, first of all, pull the theme from the theme dot off context. You know, you want to bring the theme from your, from your, from your context of the widget tree. And then you want to maybe adjust some stuff and pass it to the slide. So at the moment, this is not possible because I just chose this way. So I'm still experimenting with this framework. I mean, if you use it at this moment, all of all of the drawbacks I mentioned, this could be uh, this this could be overcome by just you know implementing the custom slide and defining your own build method and do whatever you want over there. But I'm still experimenting whether you know when more and more features are there, when there are more and more configuration options, where there are more variables inside the uh, templates, inside the slides or inside the configuration. I'm really still trying to find the best way whether I will be able to support those in a convenient way by using inheritance in, instead of composition. So so that's why it's still kind of better version style. It's still, you know, all point X version and not a stable one because I still expect there will be some breaking changes. I really hope those won't be like the changes that, that will force you to know to rewrite the whole the, the whole presentation that you have already built. But but yeah, I cannot guarantee that there won't be any breaking changes. So so that's a very intentional decision of mine. Okay. Well, I mean, it's always good to consider that things may break, right, and kind of how to handle them. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, when do you think this would be in a state where you'd say like okay, you know, this is kind of feature complete. Like, is there like these, there's a couple of features that you're saying, okay, these things for sure are going to come in and then you're going to kind of yeah. see where we are. Like, do you know what's come up in the media pipeline? Yeah, I kind of have a list, like, uh, what I'm planning to do. So first of all, you know, I want to implement, uh, a decent theming that you could apply for the, at the moment you can apply the, the theming for your, uh, for the whole uh, slide deck, but under the hood, the, the basic material theme is just like you're using, uh, scaffold backgrounds, the on background colors and whatnot. So I want to maybe create a custom theme. Like, uh, if you have used any similar packages, like, uh, stream fl flutter stream, uh, like they, they, they are exposing their components and they like specify, okay, if you want to have your custom colors or, or whatnot, you could specify your theme there. So I want to improve theming over there and maybe, you know, allow it 
to define it globally, but also allow for each specific slide to override this team because it just makes sense. Uh, also, I want to implement some more features over there. So I think about the features, the like the fundamental part, you know, the structure that builds the whole presentation is already there. Like you could definitely build the presentation out of this, but obviously what's needed, it's, it, it needs more templates, more versatile templates like that you, that when a speaker chooses Flutter deck, it won't need, you know, the, the speaker won't need to implement any custom templates. They will be at your fingertips. Like if you're coming uh, from the previous experience of, of using Keynote or PowerPoint, there are already a lot of templates and it's very VR case when you need an, anything very custom, right? So you just choose the template and use that. So of course, uh, uh, I will add some more templates, but I think in Flutter, it's just a very straightforward way to do. It, and I think those, those won't cause any, any big issues. Uh, so templating, uh, maybe a little bit more versatile uh, controls over your slide deck. So for instance, at the moment, it's not really possible to navigate the slide deck if you're using touchscreen devices because uh, all of the navigation between slides currently is based on the keyboard and keyboard shortcuts. You, I mean, you, you can define your custom keyboard shortcuts, but if you want to use the slide motion or something like that, it's currently not possible. So I want to you know, cover this case that if you're using mobile device, you just could easily navigate through your slide deck. So definitely controls. Uh, so for instance, uh, when I'm presenting, I'm always using the clicker like you know the the hardware tool to navigate the slide so i want to make sure that this slide deck will work with the popular uh hardware uh which is useful usually using you know just a keyboard shortcuts uh, but i just want to make sure that these are covered uh maybe i want you know there's a uh, there, there was already a request to export your slides uh, as a PDF or something that I don't know if that's some, somewhere there uh, at the top of the list, but I, I see a need for that. For instance, if you want to know, uh, see the outline of your slides, so you could, uh, you could do that. So these are just, you know, something that on the top of my head, I, I don't want to, you know, to say that all of these needs and has to be implemented before I go to the 1.0 version, but I think the main, the main stone or the main, you know, uh, the main step that will show whether the framework is mature enough, when I will be confident about the uh, inheritance and composition issue I already mentioned, when I implemented those smaller features, and if I see that everything is still really convenient, com comfortable, and not breaking uh, anything around that, when I feel that, you know, I'm adding new features, but these are not breaking the existing functionality or the existing framework, I think, you know, that would be an indication that, okay, th maybe this is already ready for, for 1.0. Because once you release 1.0 version, then any breaking change, uh, you know, will cause uh, the major uh, update uh, for your for your package. It's not a big deal if you check the go router. I think it's already on 9 or 10th major version because a lot of uh, breaking changes were introduced in that, but I I want you know for the people to to feel that okay once this is 1.0 that I can use this package and I could expect that it won't break unless you know something major happens in the Flutter Flutter ecosystem maybe another major Flutter release that will cause you know any breaks so so no I want just want to cover that yeah people could be uh, as confident uh, as as confident they they could be. Awesome. 
Yeah. I mean, is there anything that we didn't cover that you wanted to make sure people knew about before we start to wrap up? I don't think so. I mean, the 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 the, the main things were already covered, right? But uh, what's needed now is uh, to wait for more speakers to actually use this framework to build their own presentations. So I'm really happy that I'm a speaker myself, and I, when I was creating whatever was needed for my presentation, I just implemented that straight and you know injected that straight into the framework. So I know that everything that that was you now based on my needs is already there and it's already implemented. But I think a very good indication is if other speakers in the Flutter ecosystem will start using this framework and if they notice that, okay, I, I need this, maybe I'm missing this, maybe something is not working and they will start creating issues, maybe they'll start contributing themselves to the framework. I think that would be a good, also a good maturity, a maturity indication for the framework that's that okay. Actually, that's that's what the speaker needs outside of this framework, right? So, so I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting for upcoming bigger uh, Flutter conferences because you know this comes in waves. You know, people are not using this framework throughout the whole year. They are not constantly creating um, their presentations like 24/7 or something like that. If there's a if there's a bigger uh, Flutter conference or bigger you know presentation that you should make, only then there's a spike where technically and probably more more people could use this framework so i'm waiting for those spikes now you know to now notice what, what's actually needed for this framework to be implemented so yeah what i wanted to say i'm really uh, looking forward to the feedback especially from those who are actually using this framework for for their talks for their actual talks and what they're needing so i'm really looking forward for that moment when i receive this and i can yeah i can improve the framework awesome uh well, I mean, obviously people can go to uh, look up the package. It's called, uh, uh, the name is Flutter Deck. Flutter, Flutter Deck. I'm like, what? I kept thinking about another name for some weird reason. <laughs> Flutter Deck. Uh, obviously they can also reach out to you too. Uh, I think through Twitter is probably the obviously. Method. So what's your Twitter? Any handle social media works. Uh, my Twitter handle is mkobolis. It's a Lithuanian, uh, Lithuanian word. MK is my initials of my of my uh, yeah of my name uh, obolis uh, is apple in, in english so oh. yeah they can they can look at that like that it, it's fun because the back backstory behind this is that i created this email when i bought my first apple device like ever so i created this uh -huh. email specifically for that because i needed to create the itunes account or something like that oh yeah Makes so sense. that's the backstory well uh in that case uh now that we you know learned about this project i might give it a try and see how it goes. Cause uh, I'm not very good at PowerPoint, but I can, obviously I can use a little bit of flutter. So maybe it might be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, and with that, again, thanks for coming on and hopefully we'll have you back on for the third time. Hopefully not, not as long as it's been for the next time. Yeah, on episode number 200 or something like that. Yeah, maybe we should, I should actually take a look to see how many episodes we have left until we have some kind of 200 episode or something. I think we already went past a hundred or something. Yeah, we did a hundred. We'll be at 200 uh, pretty soon. After. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you're very good with your pace. I, I, I hope that you uh, get there pretty, pretty oh, well, soon. I try to do one a week. It's not easy sometimes. I've missed a couple, but it's, uh, you know, hopefully get it back into the thing. All right. Yeah. Thank you again. Uh, thanks for having me, Alan. As always, uh, it's, it's very fun to be here.